Welcome to Inside the Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here, diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we'll be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to another epic episode. If we do say so ourselves. If we do say so ourselves. Truth, truth, we blow our own damn minds. At least I blow my own damn mind when I listen back to these podcasts because we often don't hear them in their entirety until sometimes a month or six weeks after we recorded them. In fact, the other day I was driving along and listening to episode four and I rang Ali directly after it and I was literally screaming down the phone going, oh, my God, that episode, episode four blew my damn mind. I blew my own mind with what we shared. Oh, my God, such great wisdom. So I just share that because we're on this journey with everybody. We're on this journey with you. We are doing this work with you. We are sharing it with you and we are doing it with you. Yeah, all the way, baby, all the way. So what are we talking about today, Ali? Today we're going to dive into business. Love me some business chat. Me too. And specifically, we're going to be diving into the glass ceiling in business. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter where you're at in business. You might be a multi-seven-figure income earner. You might be at the start of your journey. You could be a six-figure income earner. You might make less than that in a year. Wherever you're at right now is absolutely perfect. And one thing we know to be true Mm -hmm. is that no matter where you are at in business, you will hit a glass ceiling. And Again, and again, and again. And my viewpoints on a glass ceiling is that we're going along, life's good, money's flowing, everything feels great, and I'll keep this to business. Everything feels great. We've got the clients coming in, we've got the rocking team, and then all of a sudden, everything just randomly feels like it's going to shit. Money feels like it's getting a bit tight. Something might go on with a team member. Something might go on internally with you. You might have some fear and some doubt come up. And all of a sudden, there's this friction that's created. And I liken that, I'm going to smack my hand here. I've got one hand facing down and up high and the other one's going to go smack straight up into it. Didn't even make a good sound. Can't even get it to smack. Oh my goodness. There we go. Smack it up. Let me just give you some. Let me just give give you some. Yeah, girl. That's what it sounds like where you're banging your head against a glass ceiling. Now, I love the glass ceilings (laughs) for this purpose. I used to get so upset when I hit a glass ceiling, not realizing that that's what it was at the time. So much stress and tension here. And what I've come to realize about the glass ceiling and what I love so much about a glass ceiling is it's an opportunity for us to have a look at what's no longer working for us. Because if we set a new goal for ourselves, a new vision for ourselves, if we've been a six-figure income earner and we want to go to seven figures, there's going to be some stuff that's going to come up around our capability to do that. It could be around extra time being required to do that. It could be a multitude of things. And the version that we've been up until that point, there are some things in that version of us that we're not going to be able to take with us. There are going to be some patterns or some programs or some beliefs that are going to be in the way of us going to that next level of ourselves. 
So for me, I'm like, bring it on, bring on the glass ceiling, show me that belief that's in the way that's stopping me from having what I truly desire in this moment. And it reminds me of a very particular time that I reference when we talk glass ceilings, whenever we bring up glass ceilings, I go, remember that, remember sitting in that cafe alley in Yandina (laughs) and I was having that glass ceiling moment. So I'll share this with you very briefly because this is often what we're doing when not always, but sometimes certainly my way of what happens for me when I hit a glass ceiling, I find that I get distracted by something else and that something else will piss me off, rile me up, press all my buttons and really draw my focus to it. So in this instance, we sat down in this cafe having lunch in Yandina and I started to share with Ali about something that was going on in tennis at the time. And there was something going on around a particular tennis player. And I was so pissed off about the way it was all going and how the world was reacting and responding and all the things that were being said on social media and blah, 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 blah. And I just truly just, you know, blah, 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 just went on and on and on about this thing. And then Ali comes back to me after she listens so intently to my complaining about this situation. She says to me, what are you avoiding in your business right now? And I'm like, what? Wasn't talking about business, Ali. I was just talking. She goes, hmm. She said, well, maybe not in business, maybe in life. But I'm going to say business, Jen, because I know you. What are you avoiding? That this beautiful thing over here is distracting you from looking at and you get to be invested in this big old complaint about something that isn't even relevant to you. What are you avoiding? What is it that you're not willing to look at right now in your business? And my God, do you remember that? My goodness, exactly that. I was having this shift in identity that was occurring for me, this up-leveling, if you will, this version of me that would in many ways be calling in clients that were full of complaints. Why? Because that's what I was being distracted by, complaints. So where did I get to create a new version of me who calls in clients that are aligned with the new version of me? It was so flipping, mind-blowing for me in that moment. And I did. I completely elevated from that moment. Do you want to add something to that? Because it was really epic, hey? I think you've covered it. I just love how we do that as a distraction piece. That would probably be the only thing I want to add in there. Mm. As human beings, we're very good at distracting ourselves. And that was just a fine example of Mm. that. Mm. So where to? What do we do? How do we break through a glass ceiling? What are things that we can be looking at? I feel like when we reach that point of being uncomfortable, the first thing is to have the awareness around the uncomfortable and not get stuck in the stories about what's going on or what's not going on in our lives. Mm. Putting out fires. If you're putting out fires in your business constantly on the daily, I would invite you to have a look at what are you pushing up against? What is it going to take for you to shift through and push into a new version of you that you would not be focusing on putting out fires all day? Yeah, and... It could be fires. I love that example. Mm -hmm. And it also could be... Fire sign. (laughs) Anything to do with fire. Bring it on, babe. A lot of people, when they hug me, say, you're so warm. Mm -hmm. I think it's just that that fire is sparking that. Mm -hmm. So 
it could also be that you're just not enjoying what you're doing anymore. It could be that you feel really stressed out. It could be that you feel really tired. It could be that there's just no joy in what you're doing. That's also an indicator of a glass ceiling. It could be, touched on before, it could be money feels a bit like pinched off at this point in time. It could be a lot of things. When that happens, when we have the awareness, through awareness, we can shift what's there for us. Write it out. What's coming up for you? What's there for you? What beliefs are there? Is there self-doubt? Is there some self-sabotage going on? Is there some... I'm not sure if I can do this. Is there some something that's going on for you that you can pinpoint? And the more you do this, the better you get at it, right? Yeah. So what do I believe about myself right now? What do I believe about my business right now? What do I believe about my clients right now? What is the belief that I have about why things aren't going the way I want them to? And a beautiful precursor word there is things aren't going the way I want them to because yeah and it may be a shift in you may be out of alignment with what you're actually doing out of integrity with what you're doing in business Mm -hmm. for yourself you might be doing something that's bringing you in a shitload of money yet your soul feels like your soul screaming at you like why are we doing this and you know I'm very visual so if you're ever in a room with Ali and I do come to and be in a training room in our training room with us you get the 3d experience you get the visual auditory kinesthetic olfactory gustatory you get the full VAK OG synesthesia experience. If <laughs> you get it all. You get it all. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll get it all too. <laughs> oh, we like to have this across YouTube as well. So, yeah, just gaining that, bringing it back to the question, gaining the awareness around what's there for you. And then you can take the action steps. It could be the person that you've got doing your VA work isn't an aligned fit for you. So what's the pivot there? It could be that a conversation gets to be had. It could be that you're avoiding looking at your finances and it's time to start checking your finances on a daily basis. There can be a multitude of things. It's just really getting honest with yourself with where you're at and what's not feeling good anymore mm. or what's feeling like there's a pinch there. Mm. And then going, being self-responsible and then going through the motions, shifting, changing, pivoting, whatever you need to do for yourself. Mm. So number one, beliefs. Have a look at your beliefs around what do you believe is going on in this situation right here, right now. And that might not be a 30-second inquiry. You might want to journey with what do I believe? What are my beliefs around this in my business in this moment right now and see what comes through. So that's number one. Number two, trust. We could do a whole podcast on trust. (laughs) Maybe we will. Like not episode, I'm talking a whole podcast on trust. (laughs) Trust is Oh my gosh, it's such a loaded word, isn't it? And it's got so many layers, so many nuances. And to me, it also couples in with self-responsibility. When we trust ourselves, we are also have so much more capacity to be self-responsible for our choices and decisions. And the thing here for me, Jen, that comes Mm. through is We are a speck of dust in a universe and we get to see if we're looking at the box, like I got put my hand out, like I'm looking in a little box here. We can only see what's inside the box. We, unless we look outside of it, right? And most of us are so focused in on what's inside the box that we can't see the universe external to that. So yeah, I find, I know for my own self, I know for people that I've worked with, lots of people that I work with yourself as well, Jen, I know this to be true for you as well. When we're first in business for ourselves, or even when we're in business for a long time, We cannot trust the process. We can start to attempt to control things that are external to our control. We can want to have things a certain way. And 
for me, that's pinching off magic. We go, okay, I've got to do it this way. I want to have it this way. And this is how it has to be. Well, what about all the other magic that's available to us? And I don't mean magic woo-woo. I mean, magic is in, yeah, maybe a little sprinkling of woo-woo. And also what is available to us when we're not controlling everything? Can we trust? One of my coaches that I invested in a few years back, she said to me, I was specifically in the space of financial abundance and talking to people about financial abundance and working with people around that. And she said to me, Ali, can you truly be in abundance with, not that this happened. And she said, can you truly be in a state of abundance with 50 cents in your bank account? That's true abundance. Can you trust that the next day or that day that money's going to land in your bank account? Can you trust what you cannot see? If you're doing the work, if you're taking the action steps, if you're doing the things that get to be done, can you trust the process? That was a pivotal thing Mm, for me. mm. That was a pivotal moment with what she said there. It can be scary, right? To go, well, what I'm seeing right now feels like my reality, yet there's so much more available to us that we can't see that is also our reality. And in that trust piece as well, when we're not in full trust, are we pinching off our own potentiality as well? What are our capabilities? What are we telling ourselves that we can only do when we could probably do so many other things. So trust is such a very big piece and it kind of leads us into the third piece as well. Before we do that, though, I just want to share on the everyone's time is their own time. Yeah, this is a key piece. Yeah, this is one of my favourite pieces in trust. We can compare ourselves to other people. We can look at someone else and see where they're at in their journey and feel like we should, in inverted commas, be where they are. We can jump into comparisonitis We can think we should be further along than where we're at. And the truth of the matter for me is that our journey is our own journey and it takes as long or as short a time as it takes. When we are ready to receive, when we are ready to expand, when we are ready to have what it is that we truly desire, it will be there for us. It will come into our vortex. It will come into our reality. Until that point, like how can it come in if we're not ready for that? How can it come in if it's not our time yet? So being patient. So this is the third piece that now brings us into the third piece that we wanted to share today. So Melanie Ann Layer is an extraordinary businesswoman. I'll just call her a businesswoman. You can Google her, look her up. She's extraordinary. One of the things that I learned through her was this concept of uh, holding the void. When we begin to be able to trust the process, trust in that which we cannot see, trust in our own energetic vibration for the intention that we have for the impact that we want here on this planet. The next piece in that is, okay, well, if that doesn't show up in the next five minutes, can you hold the void? Can you hold that context for the intention that you have, which is the bigger piece, the bigger piece that holds the day-to-day stuff? What is the context of that which you want to bring into the world, the impact that you want to have? And can you hold the void of that as the pieces drop in throughout the day, weeks, months, year, and whatever? Because if we lose the context, which is if we're not able to hold the void, then the day-to-day stuff is going to implode. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel icky and sticky and We're going to mess with our own vibration because we'll be saying things like, for example, well, it didn't happen today. I didn't get the 10 people into my program. I didn't crack the million dollar month. I didn't go from six figures to seven figures this year or whatever. 
the minute those things are coming out of our mouth, we are actually blowing up our own intention, our own vision. So the context is very, very important. And can you hold the bigger context for the day-to-day things to show up in? That is a really big piece in business to make. Yeah, I'd love to just break down the context piece there for what you're sharing because I remember when you listened to this and shared it with me Mm. from one of Melanie's trainings, the context being we can get so focused in on detail of things that the context, the bigger picture, we miss that. So if you're holding the context, it means you're holding the reason behind why you're doing what you're doing. That reason could be, what what was one of Melanie's? Uh, Wealth being in the hands of... Normalizing wealth in the hands of women. So that's an example. That's a context. context. That's a big context. So then it doesn't matter the way Melanie talked about it. I I listened to it as well, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Yeah, I did after you did it. So with that, instead of Melanie going, well, I have to have this amount of people in the program and I've got to make this amount of money, or she's normalizing wealth in the hands of women, like women, that's her context. So that's what she focuses on. So it doesn't matter how many people are in the program. It doesn't matter how much money comes in today. Because the context, the bigger picture is there for her and that's what she's focused on. And that's across her lifetime. That's not a context that has a date on it. It doesn't have an expiry date. The context for her life is normalising wealth in the hands of women. This is an invitation. If you are in business right now and you are looking to go to a new level in your business, what is the context that you're holding for the work that you do, for your magic that you're birthing into the world on a daily basis. What is the bigger context that you have for that? And can you hold that context for the day-to-day pieces to arrive inside of versus trying to make the little pieces happen on a day-to-day basis and having no context for that to exist inside of? Because the little pieces will happen when the context is big enough to hold them. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's just juicy. Juicy AF. (laughs) pretty good spot to finish on I think a very very good spot to finish on actually I would like to add one last thing and this is while we're on the Melanie Ann layer piece so another thing that she shared with me that made such a big difference to really how do I apply this on a day-to-day basis it's the concept of pineapples so Melanie shares this as a metaphor and for me it's a metaphor I've really adopted in my life feel free to if it feels good for you too So I'm paraphrasing here. So this is not exact. Just go with what I'm sharing or not. So Cheryl and Abby, I think we're in Hawaii. They were out on a tour and they came upon this pineapple farm and she learned some fun facts about pineapples. So when you plant a pineapple, it does two things. It takes 18 months to grow a fruit. The second piece is it only grows one, maximum two pineapples per pineapple plant that's planted. What? 18 months for this beautiful little golden fruit with a crown to come to fruition. When she applied that back to her business, what she understood was every day we get to, if we choose to, plant a pineapple in our business, knowing that in 18 months, that pineapple will bear fruit. So what does that look like practically? So for me, this is how I apply it. Every day I do a Facebook post. Every day I do an Instagram post. Every day I have a conversation in my DMs. Every day I have a conversation on the phone. Every day I do a training. Every day I record an episode of the podcast. Every time someone listens to our podcast, that's planting a pineapple. Every one of those is planting a pineapple. Then I get to hold the void for those beautiful little pineapples to grow into 
delicious pineapples. And I'm so literal. You were just giving examples then, right? Because we do not do podcast filming every day. We do not. (laughs) We do not. However, people do have the capacity to listen to an episode every single day. They do. But on the days that, like today, today, Thursday, what am I doing Thursday? I'm planting pineapples. Oh, what does that mean? Well, we're recording four to six podcast episodes today. Cool. So it's a day of planting pineapples. In fact, it's every day for me. Everything that I do in the context of the vision I hold for myself and my life, which is to get my context is to have NLP show up in every household on the planet as a first aid kit for the mind so that we can treat the paper cuts of the mind while they're still paper cuts. That's my context. Inside of that context, everything else gets to be what I do on a daily basis. How do I do that metaphorically? I just plant pineapples every single day, knowing that they're going to grow into beautiful golden fruits with gorgeous little crowns. Yeah, it's beautiful. And we are complete. See you on the next episode.